Very good evening to you from me, Father Emil. Yes, a warm welcome to As the Sun Sets. Ah, uh, yeah, I know many of you sitting at home now just waiting for this moment because you love just being with me for this half hour at the end of the day. Some of you doing the cooking, maybe some of you doing the ironing or the washing, I don't know. Maybe some of you driving home from work. Whatever you're doing, a very warm welcome to as the sun sets. Yes, isn't it true we've been going through a bit of a, mm, a heat wave in South Africa? But at last now, on the beginning of the, at the beginning of the year, this Monday morning, we start the brand new year. I think it's time now for people to get back to school, back to work. Holidays are over and coming to the end of the day. Hmm... I, like you, am a little bit exhausted, so let's place ourselves in the presence of the Lord. Let me just tell you before we begin that today we're going to be using the Psalms of Monday of the first week of the Psalm cycle. All right, the first week of the Psalm cycle, cycle of the Psalms. And the reading of the Gospel of today is from year two. Notice, year two and not year one, year two, and it's from the Gospel of Mark, chapter one. So that's just to let you know what we're going to be doing today. So let's begin our program, inviting the Lord to be with us as we ask him, Lord, come to our aid. Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. So do what you 
The Lord cares for the weak and the oppressed. Psalm 10, it's the psalm about the Lord giving security to the upright man. In the Lord I have taken my refuge. How can I say to my soul, fly like a bird to its mountain? See the wicked bracing their bow. They are fixing their arrows on the string to shoot upright men in the dark. Foundations once destroyed, what can the just do? The Lord is in his holy temple, the Lord whose throne is in heaven. His eyes look down on the world. His gaze tests mortal men. The Lord tests the just and the wicked, the lover of violence he hates. He sends fire and brimstone on the wicked. He sends a scorching wind as their lot. The Lord is just and loves justice. The upright shall see his face. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. The Lord cares for the weak and oppressed. Blessed are the pure in heart, they shall see God. Psalm 14 Who shall be worthy to stand before the Lord? Lord who shall be admitted to your tent? 
and dwell on your holy mountain? He who walks without fault, he who acts with justice and speaks the truth from his heart, he who does not slander with his tongue, he who does no wrong to his brother, who casts no slur on his neighbor, who holds the godless in disdain, but honors those who fear the Lord. He who keeps his pledge, come what may, who takes no interest on a loan, and accepts no bribes against the innocent. Such a man will stand firm forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Blessed are the pure in heart, they shall see God. God chose us in his Son, and made us his adopted sons. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. He chose us in Him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before Him. He destined us in love to be His sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of His will, to the praise of His glorious grace, which He freely bestowed on us in the Beloved. In Him we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of His grace, which He lavished upon us. He has made known to us, in all wisdom and insight, the mystery of His will, according to His purpose, which He set forth in Christ. His purpose he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. God chose us in his Son, and made us his adopted sons. Now our Gospel today is taken from the first week in Ordinary Time, Year 2. The first week in Ordinary Time, Year 2, and it's from the Gospel of Mark, the beginning of the Gospel of Mark, chapter 1, verses 14 to 20. After John had been arrested, Jesus went into Galilee, and there... He proclaimed the good news from God. The time has come, he said, and the kingdom of God is close at hand. Repent 
and believe the good news. As he was walking along by the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net in the lake, for they were fishermen. And Jesus said to them, Follow me and I will make you fishers of men. And at once they left their nets and followed him. And then going on a little further, Jesus saw James, the son of Zebedee, and his brother John. They too were in their boat, mending their nets. And he called them at once. And leaving their father Zebedee in the boat, with the men he employed, they went after Jesus. And so we begin a brand new year, a brand new year, and we start reading the Gospel of Mark, the beautiful Gospel of Mark, the short one, the crisp Gospel, the one which is full of urgency, immediacy. Notice now as we go through the Gospel of Mark, how often Mark mentions the word immediate. Immediately this happened, straight away, and that sort of thing. It's one of the marks of Mark's Gospel, if I can put it that way. The immediacy of the gospel. So what does Jesus do? Well, now he's walking along by the Sea of Galilee here, and he sees these, and he starts He starts the message of John the Baptist. Remember the message of John, of John was one of proclamation of repentance, metanoia, change, come back to the Lord. The time has come, says Jesus, the kingdom of God is close at hand. Repent and believe the good news. Well, there we have in a nutshell the preaching of John the Baptist. Repent and believe the good news. Come and be baptized and be part of this movement of repentance. Now, the time has come, says Jesus, the kingdom of God is close at hand. It's, uh, I think it's a deliberate mention by, the, by Jesus of the fact that it's not that the kingdom of God is um, it's still something that's going to come in the future. It's close at hand. It is here. It has come. And so he's preaching about the, the nearness, about the immediacy of the kingdom of God, that it is here. We don't have to wait for it now for many, many years. And maybe the Pharisees and the rabbis were talking about the kingdom of God as something that was going to come way in the future when the, the kingdom was going to become something new, where uh, the Roman authorities were going to be displaced and uh, the kingdom of, of God was going to be ushered in with the Messiah and so on. Now, Jesus begins by preaching uh, an immediate message. The kingdom of God is close at hand. That's the message. The time has come, he says, the kingdom of God is close at hand. So it's an urgent message. It's an immediate message that, uh, that, that the kingdom has come. It's right here. It's close at hand. And remember that John, when he preached, he, he pointed out to Jesus, there is the Lamb of God. I'm not fit to undo his sandal straps and so on. So it's not that the Lamb of God, that the Messiah is far away. He's right here. And John points him out immediately. Here he is. I'm not fit to undo his sandal straps. The Lamb of God. 
And John points to him. Then what does Jesus do? Then he starts walking along and he finds some people to help him. Remember that it's not an easy thing to start um, the kingdom of God, can I put it that way? Just as it is not an easy thing to begin any kind of organization, you need to sit down, you need to think about things. What is your mission statement? Nowadays, this is a very important way of proceeding. What is your mission statement? Have you got enough money? Who is going to lead the organization? Who is going to assist? What is the whole plan of succession? And so on and, and, and so forth. So is... This is the sort of thing we do when we're going to start an organization. Now, what happens here is that Jesus is saying the kingdom of God is close at hand. It's here. We've got to encourage it. We've got to grow the kingdom of God. And so what does he need? He needs people to walk with him. He's going to be doing this. And we will see so beautifully illustrated in the Gospel of Mark how Jesus does this, how he introduces people into the kingdom, how he brings the marginalized people into the kingdom of God, how he introduces people to the love and the mercy and the forgiveness of God. That's what he does. And he does it in such a beautiful, sensitive way. But he realizes that it's a big job. And so he needs people to help him. And so what does he do? He walks along and he sees people mending their nets, casting their nets in the lake and so on. And he says to them, come along with me and let's become, I'll make you fishers of men. Come follow me, says Jesus. And so they do come, Simon and his brother Andrew. They left their, their boats and they followed Jesus. Jesus says, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. And notice, at once, very marking, at once they left their nets and followed Jesus. So we've got these two fishermen now following Jesus in great excitement, in great expectation. Then a little bit further on, Peter and John, they see these other two guys also in their boat mending their nets. John and uh, James, they must have known each other. They were all fishermen, but they were in their boat. I suppose uh, um, Simon and Andrew must have said, uh, Jesus, what about these two? These are two good guys here. What does Jesus do? He sees them in their boat, mending their nets, and he called them, notice, at once. Very marking again. And leaving their father Zebedee in the boat, with the men he employed, they went after him. So it's really the gospel today is a gospel of the calling of these first apostles to follow Jesus, to help Jesus in the proclamation of the kingdom. It's something immediate. The kingdom of God is close at hand. Immediately, these young fellows left their nets and followed Jesus. They became fishers of men. They were following Jesus. They were going to spend three years with Jesus now, being inspired by him, seeing him pray. Jesus was going to be teaching them, forming them, making them into apostles so that they could go out and continue the work that Jesus did. They're going to lay their hands on the sick and raise the sick to life. They're going to bring into the kingdom, through the inspiration of Jesus and with the help of Jesus and the Holy Spirit, they're going to bring into the kingdom all the marginalized, the poor, and so on. So it's a, a wonderful gospel, which I think is very, very good to start the new year with, as we see Jesus 
calling these first disciples to come and help him in the proclamation of the kingdom, in the setting up of the kingdom. The time has come and the kingdom of God is close at hand. It's not in 10 or 15, it's here. It's close at hand, says Jesus. So let's pray today that you and I will also be very conscious of the fact that we too have been called by Jesus, just as he called Simon and Peter, Simon and, uh, and, uh, and his brother Andrew and uh, James and John. He calls them. They left everything immediately and followed Jesus. Mm, sometimes you and I realize our calling, but we want to hold on to those things that, that we find so very, very important for us. And I think what we need to do is to have something of the spirit of those first disciples and be prepared to leave everything and follow Jesus. Not to say, well, I still need that money, I need that jet, I need that motor car, I need this investment, whatever. Jesus says, if you want to help me in the establishing of the kingdom, come, come follow me now. Don't worry too much about all these things that you place so much emphasis on. Just come follow me and help me to establish the kingdom. And in the kingdom, what are we going to do? We're going to find the poor, the lonely, the aged, the desperate, the, the people who really need help. We're going to touch their lives with the word of comfort. We're going to bring them some hope. That was the sort of thing that Jesus did. So let's pray that as we answer our own calling, that we will bring those people into the kingdom, give them hope, give them life, give them something to, to live for. And you know, there are so many people who are sick, desperately ill, people who are dying, in fact, and they are part of the kingdom and we preach to them the immediacy of the kingdom when we can sit and hold their hand and pray with them, lay our hands on them and bring them just something of the love and the peace and the mercy of God our Father. Jesus called his disciples to help him to do that and I pray that you and I will do just that in our lives. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against you. I said, Lord, have mercy on me. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against you. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Heal my soul, for I have sinned against you. My soul magnifies the Lord, since God has had regard for my humble state. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has looked with favour on his lowly servant, and from this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm, he has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. 
He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children, forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. My soul magnifies the Lord, since God has had regard for my humble state. Now God our Father has bound himself to us in an everlasting covenant. So in thankfulness and faith we pray to him, Lord, bless your people. In Christ you have given us a new covenant. May we know the greatness which we have inherited. Gather into one all who bear the name of Christian, that the world may believe in the Christ you have sent. And pour out your love on our friends and on all whom we know. May they carry with them the gentleness of Christ. Comfort the dying, and may they know your saving love and be aware of your presence within them, around them, and with them. Show your mercy to the dead. Pray especially tonight for Father Martin Roden, who died on the 4th of January, buried last Friday. We pray, Lord, that they find rest in Christ. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Let our worship give you glory, Lord, who for our salvation looked upon the lowliness of Mary your handmaid. Raise us up to share with her the fullness of redemption that we make our prayer through Christ our Lord. And now may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you always. Jesus, I trust in you. 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 How come the world is not falling in love with you, O oh Lord? Why are your people so blind they just can't see? Searching for can only be found in you. Oh, how I wish the whole world could fall in love with you. With total trust, we should come to your divine mercy. There is nothing bad we have done greater than your love. Suffered and died on the cross to bring us back to you. 
trust in you, Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you, Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you, Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you, Jesus, I trust in you. From the cross I hear your voice reveal a love that is true. When you ask, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Oh, love that is most holy, oh, love divine, I am so thrilled. May we fall deeply in love with you, divine mercy, every moment of every day. And I'm afraid there we have to leave it and make way for the Angelus and the Rosary, but it's been lovely being with you for the last half hour. Thanks for praying with me, and please God, you've been inspired by the Gospel according to Mark. From me, Father Emil, for now it's good night, and God bless.